everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about 2010s rom-coms. This is uh, the, the third part of our three-part rom-com extravaganza. Made six picks. Yes. Can't wait to hear your first one. I'm going to kick it off with one of my all-time faves. It's like one of my go-to comfort movies, and it's Something Borrowed. Okay. Something yes. Borrowed. Because I watched this movie. Huge Jennifer Goodwin fan. I'm a huge Jennifer Goodwin fan. I mean, both this and He's Just Not That Into You from our last episode um, are two of my for sure favorite rom-coms, but then favorite movies in general. I love them. So cute. She's so cute in this movie. And even though she's not doing a good thing too, because the whole movie is about her, you know, sleeping with her best friend's fiance, which is not exactly, you know, classy behavior the feeling of this movie is really what cinches it for me it's like summer in new york it's like fourth of july they're at the hamptons all the time and it's just it's very comforting to me and i mean john krasinski i know you're uh a little bit on the fence with your feelings over john krasinski yeah sort of in general life but in this movie he's great He's great. He He's seems so to be great in movies. Cool. I haven't seen him in other things. I've seen him in this and, and in and it's complicated and he's fantastic in both. So, I mean, if that's any, you know, representation of his acting, I mean, maybe it's just, I hate Jim and it's bleeding into John, <laughs> but I like him even better in this movie than in, in it's complicated just because there's more of him. He's basically almost the same character. He has the same uh, comedic sense and he does in it's complicated but he's so cute as her little friend that then ends up being in love with her. And the scene where he says to her that he loves her is so wonderful and so sweet. One of my favorite scenes is the, um, when they're playing badminton, something on the beach, they're playing. Yeah. It's badminton. Cause she hits him with a racket. So they're playing badminton and he knows about um, Jennifer Goodwin and sleeping with the, the guy. And he is, he wants to tell Kate Hudson's character in the in the in that scene it's just so good the tension is great because you think he really will do it and he almost does but then Jennifer Goodwin hits him in the face with a racket and it, <laughs> it ends yeah Ethan all right stop no let's hear a secret yeah Rach why don't you do this no you know come on guys you know I think we're done here no Dex we're not Ethan stop it what is going on all right you know what if she's not gonna tell you I will okay here we go <laughs> ah! <laughs> So why don't you tell us your first one? All right. I'm going to start it off with a bang and say Ooh. crazy, stupid love. Oh, hell yes. This was on my list too. Because This movie, not only is it a phenomenal movie, but it just so happens to star four of my favorite actors as the main characters, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, and Julianne Moore. Yeah. I mean, this movie, it's almost like, it, it elevates the entire genre. This is like what people should strive for from a, because there is so much going on. There's a bunch of different stories happening and it's not in the same way that uh, he's just not that into you has a lot of different stories. This is like one family basically and all of the ways in which they're in love or in stages of love or relationships and things like that. And it's so well done. And the way it all comes together at the end. That scene. 
I I genuinely remember the first time I saw it. I was like screaming at the television. I when when Emma Stone comes in and is his daughter, I yeah. fully lost it. I was like, the this is insane. Because it could have so easily not been that way. Because I have chills right now. It's I know, so me too. It's amazing. That scene, and then when Kevin Bacon comes in as the button at the end, it is. I left your sweater in my car the other night. Oh, who are you? I'm David Linhagen. David Linhagen. David Linhagen. Okay. Is this a bad time? Yeah. Oh! Jacob! You know how much pain and suffering you caused my friend, you dumb son? Stay the hell away from my daughter! You stay away from my daughter! I don't even know you! What are you grabbing? I want to know who wrote this movie. I'm looking it up as we speak. It's it should be studied as like masterclass in how to write a romantic comedy because I mean, first of all, you gotta love a good like makeover montage. When Ryan Gosling takes Steve Carell shopping is like my favorite sequence. Yeah. When he keeps opening up the Velcro wallet. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> it's it's so good. And it's and every part of it connects in some way that he's dating Marissa Tomei, the teacher, and then she comes back. You don't know she's the teacher. You think she's just the girl in the bar. And then Kevin Bacon, she works with Julianne Moore and he comes in at the end. Emma Stone is at the bar, the same bar that they're at. Who wrote it? Okay. The look on your face. I'm scared. Dan Fogelman. Okay. Who has written a number of movies. I would say the probably the most famous being Cars. Okay. 2006. A number of Tangled. So okay. So he's a notable movies, but nothing jaw dropping. Mm-hmm. And then I'm scrolling through his television credits, not impressive until I get to the very end and find that he has written 13 episodes of, of This Is Us. Oh, I have not seen any of This Is Us. I haven't. Lost, be- shock, and awe. Excuse me? I have not. I haven't seen any episodes of This Is Us. It seemed well, a little. Then feel me on this. I know they do. Okay. So go with yours because now we're I'm ahead of you. Valentine's Day. Interesting. Now here, here, here's the thing. Okay. I know that this is not a good movie. That's fine. <laughs> but the cast is so great. And there's a feeling of um, anticipation and excitement that I experienced through the whole thing that makes it all worth it. What's your favorite uh, storyline in that one? I love the julia roberts and bradley cooper on the plane thing and that she ends up you know we think she's going home to her husband, husband or, or partner but and she's it's her son her i know <laughs> it's just not a favorite of mine i like those i think i might even like new year's day a little more i've recently watched rewatched new mm-hmm. year's or eve eve sorry eve, eve. and I was actually a little disappointed. I didn't enjoy really? it as much as I remembered enjoying it. I, Although it does have my, one of my favorite men of all time, which is Seth Meyers. I didn't know that you loved him so much. I also forgot he was in that movie completely. All I need in life are three men. Seth Meyers. Okay. 
Timothy Chalamet <laughs> and Jake Tapper. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wow. That's a solid list of men. I mean, Seth Myers, don't get me wrong. His, his brain, mm-hmm. the way his mind works, his intelligence, his wit, it does it for me every time. Wait, I derailed it. We're talking about New Year's Eve now. We're supposed to be talking about Valentine's Day. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, my favorite part of that movie is Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher is my favorite part of whatever movie he's in. That's why I love Valentine's That's because that's what made me just think of New Year's Eve because he's my favorite part of that too. Okay, so I will go with my next one. Your next, which- your next pick that you read out uh-huh. would be the one that I feel like I know is on your list and that Ashton Kutcher is in. You're going to be upset that that movie did not make my list. You know what? And that is fitting for the one I am going to go with friends with benefits. That is also on my list. So I couldn't justify putting both of them on because I had other ones I wanted to get to, but, um, what is we'll just say it no strings attached is it on your list yes okay so we can talk about these i think in conjunction because they're the basic plot of both of them is they try and do a friends with benefits situation that ends up having them both fall in love with each other and i know that friends with benefits is probably the more popular one um i think people like that one better than no strings attached oh really okay. i think i, I think so it was the other way around i think so but maybe i'm wrong i don't know who i'm basing uh, my imaginary people that i'm basing it off of i don't know why but um but just to talk about a little bit about friends with benefits i when i first watched it i watched it like again right after i love it i think it's there's i love mila kunis so much it's a fun movie i think it's fun i like their little banter they have great chemistry um her and justin timberlake have great chemistry all the side characters are really great um her mother being um i can't remember her name but she's the mother and a bunch of stuff she's the mother in easy a and um She's in a bunch of things. I'll look it up while you talk because I can't remember. I think it's a, I think it's back to my weird thing about wanting realism. I actually think it is a little realistic version of how that story would play out because they, it is very slow. Like, I don't think that they seemingly fall in love instantly. They really do seem like really good friends that just happen to be having sex with one another. And then it develops into more than that. And they realize only when tested that they really do feel for each other. And was it the flash mob in Grand Central that really sealed the deal on on those happen in real life okay those happen there are flash mobs have you ever seen one because i have (laughs) so no i have not yes i have so (laughs) so you know it is okay i think it's just the realistic storytelling i don't think realistic things need to happen but you know (laughs) because there has to be some sort of you know kitschy weirdness that goes on otherwise it's not a romantic comedy but patricia clarkson patricia clarkson She's really great is. as her mother, as her wacky mother that is not a very, arguably not a great mom to her, but, you know, is is there for her when she needs her and cute. And, um, yeah. So why don't you talk about No Strings Attached since that was the one on your list? And then I will piggyback onto that because I truly, I was very upset that I couldn't fit it on. All right. So... First of all, the size differential between Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman really just gets me 
he could fit her in his pocket. He's so attractive and so earnest. Yes. Dopey. Yes. And Natalie is, she is so unbelievably good at every single thing she does. Yep. Oh, you don't have to tell me because she's my, she is my all-time favorite actress. I love Natalie Portman. And then you find out that she also like went to Harvard and speaks five languages. So my favorite thing about No Strings Attached actually is thinking about what the filming of that movie was like because Ashton Kutcher is like that as well. I actually read an interview with Leah Michelle going back to New Year's Eve. Apparently that's all I know how to talk about. Um, In New Year's Eve, Leah Michelle, all of her scenes are trapped in an elevator with Ashton Kutcher. And I read an interview with her that she would like research topics to talk about with him because he was so smart that she felt she literally couldn't keep up with the conversations that were happening in between takes and so the thought unbelievably attractive to me that I don't even have words to express it so the thought of Ashton Kutcher who we know is like that and Natalie Portman who we also know is like that being on screen together I can only imagine the conversations that they had in between takes the, that thought is almost more than I can handle. It's I, also their chemistry is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Their sex scenes to me seem more real than like almost any other ones I've seen in a movie. Totally. Do you hear the kids losing their fucking minds outside my window? <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Something? They're screaming like they're being murdered. I don't know what the fuck. Hang on, I have to, there, my window's open like this much. I'm going to close it. Hang on one second. Can we please leave this in? Because that was hysterical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit, ow. Now I'm pulling my... <laughs> so anyway, back to uh, No Strings Attached. I think about the scene where she's crying and listening to Bleeding Love and eating powdered donuts. <laughs> like, no joke, once a week. It is the most <laughs> relevant pure it is pure emotion and just a feeling that i sympathize with (laughs) iconic it is it's it is So what's your next choice? Okay, I'm going to go with one. I don't even know if you've seen it. Life as we know it. I don't think I have. It's Katherine Heigl and Josh Duhamel raising a baby. You know what? I I did see it, Mm -hmm. but a long time ago, and I don't quite remember it. I think it deserves a rewatch because it's adorable it's about their best friends pass away in the beginning in the very beginning of the movie and they leave behind their daughter for both of them to raise even though they're not together they are they're they're just like he's his best friend and she's her best friend and she leaves and the little girl in it is so cute she's like a baby so she doesn't talk but she's adorable and they're basically just figuring out how to raise a kid and they're so cute because Catherine Heigl has her little way she always is she's like a 
baker she's a baker in this movie and she's got her little you know she's always the uptight one which so and she is in this movie she's she makes them a schedule and she like she's a, a rule you know classic cutting edge rule follower versus cool guy situation he even has a motorcycle <laughs> but um and but they're adorable and they spend a lot of the movie not really getting along and then they obviously fall in love at the end and that's all I got to say. <laughs> so what's your next one? My next one is Crazy Rich Asians. This movie. Have you seen it? Yes, I, know I, I watched it recently. It. You did. Okay. Yes. I don't even know if I can pinpoint why it is that I love it. Mm-hmm. The story is great. Mm-hmm. The acting is great. It's really well done. It's the a very are great. It's an incredibly well done movie. It's really well made. It's like crazy stupid love level of made, I think. Definitely. There's I the only fault I can find in this movie is the scene where they're having that like crazy ridiculous bachelor party on some barge in the middle of the yeah. ocean. I could have dealt without that. Everything else is so breathtaking to watch. Absolutely. I feel that feeling now just thinking about it and talking about it. It's so- I actually remember the head to toe physical feeling of walking out of the theater when this movie was done. Oh, you saw it in theaters? I wish I saw it in theaters. I bet I would have loved seeing it in theaters. It was visually stunning. I, I just loved everything about it. I think there are- uh three books and so i think they're doing three movies oh, and hell i hope yes. that's true because i i actually i didn't realize that it was made from a book and now that you say that it feels like it was made from a book i don't know why i know i think it's i think it's um how well done the story is i think it's because with a book they need it to stand alone as a, as a story so you're reading it as a book so those tend right. to have a better story because it's it needs to have been a book that people were able to just read so yeah that's so true henry goulding is that his name the main guy in it not I sure he is i mean it- i actually really love his mother it's I as think- though the word dashing was created <laughs> for him. His mother is amazing, even yes. though she's a little, you know. Yeah, because I know she's supposed to be like a little the, harsh. Yeah, she's supposed to be, you know, the quote unquote villain of that movie. She's the yeah. she's the she's the the stop way for them being together. But she's great. I don't hate her. They did a so really. Good. She's very dynamic as a as a character where you where you can see the multifacets to her that make it so you're not just like she's a bitch we don't like. Yeah, her. you you definitely yeah, they do an amazing job of allowing us to understand the complexities of her life and why she might totally be acting the way that she's acting. And like the fact that she was in a similar situation in which she did not have the approval of of yeah. and 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 how that's shaped because it could have gone either way. It could have been that she has a soft which it ends up being, but she has a soft spot and is like, okay, I understand. But she actually goes the opposite way and is I know what it was like to be that woman and I'm telling you now that it didn't get any easier and you are not cut out to do it and so I think it it's a really interesting movie because there's so many different uh story things going on with the characters because you know me I love character stuff I she was a, a very interesting character to watch 
Very much so. I loved the moment um, on this plane when he opens up the ring and it's the one that she had. I literally audibly lost it. Uh, I was like losing my mind when I, because obviously that was what it was going to happen. But also I was still genuinely shocked. I was like, (laughs) no way. It's the ring she had. I lost it. It's it's so so great. The scene at the wedding. First of all, how she doesn't sit, how yes. she sits by herself at the wedding yes, was amazing. But the design of the wedding with the water on the floor, one of the most visually stunning scenes I think I've ever seen in a movie ever. It's so emotional. I cry every time I watch it. Aww. And coming from someone who spent a number of years designing and producing weddings, uh-huh. It really, really did blow me away. (laughs) And I have seen a lot. I've done a lot. I've seen a lot. And this was amazing. Yeah. It's one thing that did crack me up in that movie is the casualness in which she approaches that her boyfriend. I mean, the the level of wealth that his family has in that movie. I was cracking up when she gets to the house. She's way too chill. Like, I know it's a movie, but... (laughs) But she is way chiller than any actual real person would be. She should be losing her mind and she's not. It just yeah, cracked me up. That level of wealth is something I that mean, yeah. no matter what we do or how much success we have in yeah. life, yeah. we will never It's ever crazy ever. rich. It's a very apt title. It's, in, it's insane wealth. It's the type of wealth that only comes from generational wealth. Yeah, old, old money. Just like a person no. who was very successful and made a hundred million dollars. No, this is a hundred million dollar person married another hundred million dollar person <laughs> who had a kid who married another hundred million dollar person. <laughs> and like, they're all wealthy for decades and decades. And that's what, how you get that kind of money because it's insane. So moving on to a complete 180, I would say. This movie has nothing to do with crazy rotations. <laughs> My next pick is Going the Distance. Going the Distance. That with sounds Justin weird. Long and Drew Barrymore. Oh. It's set in New York for a lot of it, but then she moves to California and that's why it's called Going the Distance because they end up in a long distance relationship that they're struggling through because they meet over a summer in New York and they fall in love and then they decide they're going to be long distance. And it's the New York feeling, even though I live right there, it's just, I want it all the time. Like (laughs) I love it. There's a scene where they're at a restaurant um, on the street at night and there's not even any sound because it's like a monster like that. Yeah. I can just feel what that feels like. Eating dinner at a restaurant outside at night in New York over yeah. the summer, yeah. there's no feeling that is anything like it. Yeah, it's unparalleled. And and again, <clears throat> the the side people in this movie are fantastic. It's um Jason Sudeikis and um Charlie Day. Oh and gosh, they're so side people in a romantic. They're house. so funny though. Jason Sudeikis is a really funny actor. He's really, I love Jason Sudeikis and I love that he's with Olivia Wilde. I think that their relationship is so. Um, they must have a very funny 
household. They must laugh a yes. lot. Yes. Cause I love them. They both seem like very genuine, lovely people. So I love them. So they're great. And then, um, Drew Barrymore's sister is Christina Applegate and she's love. awesome. And her husband is, um, Jim Gaffigan. Um, <laughs> and so it's just like, it's an all-star cast. It's so good. And the end makes me cry every time. If you haven't seen it in a while, I w- I'm not going to even say it. Cause I want you to just re-experience it. Cause I hope that you'll rewatch it soon, but the I'm end a weird memory where I feel like I rewatched it recently. And yet somehow I'm not, I think you did rewatch it recently. Cause when you say Christina Applegate and Jim Gaffigan, I'm picturing people having sex on a dining room table. Yep that happen in this movie yes it does then i think i did watch it re-watch it recently i can't believe you don't remember but it's so and the boxer rebellion is a band that okay yes i really yeah, exists I definitely did watch and it. they're like a thematic running through this movie like their music is used a lot and the end scene when he goes to california so are you living in new york i actually just moved to los angeles really yeah the band actually lives in L.A. And I don't know if you know this, I know you're not a huge geography fan, but um, L.A. is not only in the same time zone as San Francisco, it's, it's in the same state. So... Yeah, I know, it, it, it's very close. Yeah, it's one-hour flight. Six-hour drive. 18-hour hot air balloon ride, <laughs> if you were to go that way. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah? I don't know what your situation is. I miss you. That's not a question. Yeah, it is. every time so that's going the distance what's your second to last right you only have two left uh this is my last one. Oh crap so there you go so your last pick so this one is another one that's a bit on the edge of whether it actually is a romantic comedy or not but okay. i put it in here and that is chef oh my god you had the same reaction to your first viewing of it as i did which is I need to watch this movie regularly, maybe for as long as I live. I weirdly have like tears in my eyes thinking about this movie. I, I, I was overwhelmed with how much I loved this movie. Truly. It's taking over my body right now and I'm not even watching it. Like, like I. John Favreau. Is I could watch him do anything. And what's so funny is he normally he's like a side funny guy. This is not he's not like, normally like a romantic n- leading man. No, and he's not normally the lead in just period. I read something about um him preparing to play this part because mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure that all the close-up shots of his knife skills and you know, at one point they um sorry vegans cover your ears at one point they butcher a whole pig and 
I mean, these are things that you can't fake your way through. You yeah. have to really know how to do them if you're going to do them yourself in the right. movie. Right. And so I know he studied a lot. Did you know that he also directed and wrote this movie? You're kidding me. I I'm did not-, not know that. That's insane. I can't. He is, he is John Favreau, at least from my perspective, is so unbelievably underrated he is so incredibly talented and smart and good at what he does it really the more i learn about him the more it blows me away i mean if this movie is even a slight indication i mean just just this movie as a standalone alone i had to literally like so i was i um the when they're in new orleans and um he goes out with his with the son and um and then they come back to find that there's like a line of people at the yes. at the truck. I was crying to the point where I had to pause it and compose myself and, <laughs> and read group, which is my favorite type of cry. Like a in I don't know what kind of how to even describe it. It was happiness, but not really. It's not happy, but it's like a inspirational cry or something. I don't know what yeah. it is. The only reason it's not on this list is because truly I didn't think of it as a romantic comedy. Yeah, that, and, that's, and that's fair. Sofia Vergara, what can even be said? Another, Perfect. talking about character again, she's a really great character in that movie because there is a lot going on there because they are divorced. They have this kid, but it's clear that through the movie, you know that it's almost like she wishes they weren't and it was more like life circumstances that made them. Yeah, and it's not as though she's pining to have him back no not in any way but she still has so much love for him and expresses that so freely it's really beautiful to watch it really is her character in that movie so subtle because there's not too much of her she's in it to an extent but not like a big part but it's she does a lot with very little she really you really get the sense that she really does love him and genuinely wants him to be as successful as possible which is not easy to portray he sees his potential in him yeah which i think so often as women we are are in that position Mm -hmm. we see potential in a man but i think oftentimes or i'll speak for myself the the problem that i've run into is that i then try to hold his hand and pull him toward his potential. Totally. Which is damaging in a lot of ways. Uh, But the way she does it in this movie is different. She's she's realistic about things. Mm -hmm. She supports and encourages him when he needs it, when she knows that he needs it. But she doesn't do his work for him. No. Doesn't overgive herself to try to get him to where he she knows that he can be absolutely the balance is is perfect it's a perfect movie really is my last one is sleeping with other people i have told upwards of 15 people to watch this movie they all have and they all love i am like the number one campaign manager for this movie i watched it i've seen it 
50 times. I've shown it to, I've watched it with people three times that I can remember, like physically saying, we're going to watch this movie now. We're going to watch it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is happening. Sit down. We're watching it. Um, Adam Scott is horrible, but is still great in his role. His character is He's trash. so good at playing a hateable, horrible Oh person. my God. He is horrible. It makes me cry every time I see it. They clearly both love one another, but then they are not going to do anything about it at this moment. And it's just silent. And they then sleep together, like literal sleep. It was incredibly moving and so, so, so unexpected. Yes. I don't know if I've ever cried so um, deeply. <laughs> like from just being totally like watching a movie and yeah. then suddenly I'm in like the crying from the depths of my soul. Yeah, because it comes out of completely nowhere. The movie is very fun and light for most of it, but then there are parts that are incredibly grounded and real. Amanda Peet is in it, our fave. Um yeah. Jason Manzukis is in it plays his friend that is his business partner. And he is not like um he's famous to me because he he is um, a big podcaster and I listen to him on a lot of podcasts and he's in little things on side character and I think he's incredibly talented I love Jason Manzoukas he he's, often plays a real nutcase yes he is completely nutty but he's very funny and that's it all right so well, now we got I some have any honorable mentions this week do you, you don't Mm-mm. wow I have a bunch though rattle through a couple of them for us oh, well okay well I put um set it up on here that that Netflix movie. That was cute. Yeah. It was really cute. It just wasn't of the caliber that the rest of my list was. Just go with it. I recently told you to watch that because you've never seen it. It's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And I think that's it. So I think if you don't have anything else to say, that about does it for 2010's rom-coms. All right. All right. Until next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye.